You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation Cheer and Gymnastics Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are going to be talking about why you should hire people for jobs that you could do yourself. All right. Before we get into the episode, I want to make sure that you've headed over to all or, or you've headed over to Cheer and Gymnastics Owners on Facebook. You've requested to join that group. If you're a gym owner and a coach, or you're a coach and not an owner, head over to All Star coaches and owners and join that Facebook group and also head over to our website, nextgenowners.com and get subscribed to our blog. That's also where you can register for our conference June 23rd through the 25th or any of our available conferences if you are listening to this after June of 2023. Um, But that's where you can get signed up for any of our conferences as well. And last but not least, if you love this episode, make sure you share it with another owner or aspiring owner who's going to get something out of this episode. All right. So we're talking about why you should hire people for jobs that you can actually do yourself. Now, this recently came up in a Facebook post and it was discussing different positions and someone made an assertion that hiring someone to do a task uh, that they could do themselves was a waste of money because the owner could do it. And there was no reason uh, to hire someone to do something that the owner could already do, uh, even though that owner themselves said they were crazy busy and they had a ton of stuff going on. They didn't feel like it was a good investment of their money to pay someone to do something that they felt they could easily do with only committing a couple hours of time here or there a week. So there was no point in paying someone to do this. And the reality is, is that this is actually a really common perspective for owners to take is not to pay someone to do something that they could do themselves. They either have the mindset of I can do it better um, and it, or it's a pain to teach someone else to do it. And besides, if you want it done right, you better do it yourself, right? But this is a huge huge error because you're not doing the high return on investment tasks when you're doing this. And really there's three big reasons or big things I want to talk about as we break down why you should hire people for jobs that you actually can do. Number one, if you want it done right, you should do it yourself is a major inhibitor of your growth as a business. And it is a you problem. Number two, you need to focus your energy on high return tasks. And number three, every hour you spend doing something someone else could do is an hour you are not doing something no one else can do. All right. So number one, if you want it done right, do it yourself is a major inhibitor to your growth and it's a you problem. Now, this is something that I myself have said, I've heard countless clients say this. I have heard it said a million times. There's a reason it's a common saying. If you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. And this is a very, very common mindset for entrepreneurs and business owners. And it's a really, really bad one because it is 
going to hold you back. It is not a scalable approach to say, if I want it done right, I have to do it myself because that means that you have to do everything. That means that you are the major worker in your business. And by starting a business, you have not bought yourself a business, you've bought yourself a job. And that's not what entrepreneurs are doing. It's not what good owners are doing. You're not buying yourself a job. And the reality is, is that one, things don't have to be done perfectly, right? Things can be done close to perfect. Close to perfect and done is much better than perfect and not complete. And if you're the owner who's trying to do everything, the likelihood that you're actually doing everything right is really, really low. You're probably making lots of mistakes. You may not even know all the mistakes that you are making because you don't know what you don't know. There are things that you're missing out on doing because you don't have a coach telling you, hey, you're missing these things. And you also aren't getting called out by your clients on what you're missing and you don't even know what it is that you're dropping the ball on because you're already at maximum capacity. And when you do drop the ball and you know you've dropped the ball on things, you're actually a lot more likely to be able to handle it when it's your fault versus when it's an employee's fault because then you're only mad at yourself and then it's just a little bit easier. You can either beat yourself up internally about it or you can just say, meh, I move on. But when it's someone else, that is our responsibility. One, we have to manage our emotions and our frustration that someone didn't do something the way we wanted them to do it. But then we also conversely have to assess where we failed in that that trajectory to cause that person to not achieve what we needed them to achieve. So it's a higher level of accountability. Now, the whole adage of if you want it done right, you do it yourself is literally a nail in the coffin for business growth because you cannot continue, you can't start doing new things if you're still doing all the things you originally did. For instance, if you first opened your gym and you were the only coach, well, if you stay the only coach in your gym, then your gym can only grow so much. At some point, you have to pass things off to other people to grow. That's just, that is just downright no exceptions. That is the fact. You've got to do it if you want to be growing as a business. If you're not delegating things, if you're not replacing yourself in that plan, then you're going to be stuck. And so you have to avoid getting into that manner or that mindset of, I have to do it myself. What you really need to be doing is focusing your energy on high return tasks. So what that means is when you as an owner are spending your time um, working on things that bring in a large amount of revenue or make major changes in the business, it's a better use of your time. And when you're spending your time inputting people into your class management software or you're teaching a preschool class with three kids, you're really not doing a high return task or you're vacuuming the gym or you're you know, organizing papers at the front desk uh, or you're spending time scheduling social media posts. Those are all things that you should not have to be doing as an owner and they're a low return on investment. It's something that you could pay someone a very small amount to accomplish and get the same result or even maybe a better result without you being the person doing it. You need to be focused on those revenue ads, those things that are going to be 
improving your teams, streamlining your systems, empowering your personnel, developing your plan for the business, right? Those are the things that you need to be working on within your company. You don't need to be working on these small, low level tasks. It's not your job. That shouldn't be your job. And it's not the most efficient and effective use of your time. Can you do it? Sure. There's a lot of things that I can't do in my business. Now, am I saying I don't ever take out the vacuum and vacuum the floor? No, I do sometimes. Is it the best use of my time? Probably not, but the floor is dirty. I have a free hour in my, my schedule. I don't want to start another project. Boom. I just vacuum all the floors. No big deal. Um, so I get that I'm not sitting here saying you can never do those things. You have to be willing to step up and do the, the not, glorious kind of things as a business owner, especially as a small business owner. Now, maybe as you get to a certain point, you can be like, I just literally don't do that. But you have to start to take those things that you could easily train someone else to do and pay them a reasonable wage to accomplish uh, and get those things off of your plate because it's going to open up your available time and it's going to increase the product you can deliver for your client. Because every hour you spend on something someone else could do is an hour you're not doing something no one else can do. And the statement that no one else thinks or acts like an owner is 100% accurate. No one else is the owner. And so you need to be doing that. You need to be thinking like the owner. And when you're scheduling social media or when you're inputting people into your class management and that's what you're doing, you're enrolling someone, you're doing paperwork, you're not thinking like an owner. You're thinking like a worker. You're thinking like an employee. You need to be spending your time doing the things that only an owner can do right? You need to be expanding your services. Where is the the new opportunity? You need to be doing quarterly planning. You need to be setting financial objectives. You need to be signing new high ticket clients. You need to be figuring out how to leverage your investments better and get a higher return on your investment. You need to be developing the way your program runs. There are so many big brain things that you need to be doing as an owner. And it has to be you setting the tone. You have to be that person doing those things. That's not something you can delegate off to someone. You can't turn to your employee and say, Hey, I want you to figure out what the trajectory of this business is. Hey, I want you to set a three, five and 10 year goal for this company. Like, I mean, you could, but you're not going to get the same results. You can involve them in the brainstorming, but you have to be the person driving that trade. You have to be doing that. That is where you have a lot more value in your small business. Now, maybe when you get to that large business and you're doing 10, $20 million in revenue, you might have people who are doing those kind of planning actions. But where you're at as a small business, a, a sub $2 million uh, annual revenue business, you are you are going to be deeply involved in those things. You're going to be the CEO, the person driving the train within your company. You have to be doing that. And you need to be doing the things that no one else can do, not the things that anyone else could do. That's a waste of your time. And a lot of my assessments right now is looking at where is my time the most valuable. So I've talked before about, I run a company called dream camps and we do summer cheer camps and we do residential, like come and stay with us summer cheer camps. And I just hired my first uh, administrative assistant would be the best way to refer to them. And I am 
passing things off to this individual. Now it's hard. It's not easy because I'm having to put things together. I'm having to package up stuff that I've always just done myself, but is not a good use of my time. And I'm trying to expand my company. We're launching a new camp in Florida. We are doing our camp in Oregon. So we have a ton of stuff going on and I want to make sure that I am able to deliver on all the big things I need to be happening and not spending all my time and energy focused on things that are something someone else could do. I don't need to be the person writing all the invoices. I don't need to be the person responding to all the emails. I don't need to be going through my email every single day, right? So I pass those things off to someone else so it's not on my plate. You need to value your time. And honestly, the best book that I've read on this principle is uh, Buy Back Your Time by Dan Martell. And a lot of the things that I'm talking to you about are directly from his book. I have found this book to be life-changing. And in fact, we're going to be covering some of the principles from this book and others that we've learned through NextGen at our conference June 23rd through the 25th in Dallas. So if you think this is something that you struggle with, you struggle with delegation, you struggle with replacing yourself within the business, you struggle with trusting other people to do the work, we're going to be really doing some deep dive stuff into this and we're going to be going over it. So you need to make sure you get to Dallas so you can get this experience, you can get this training. If you can't get to Dallas and you can sign up for coaching through NextGen, do that because we're going to help you through this process. And if you can't do either of those things, the best thing to do is go buy that book. Buy Buy Back Your Time by Dan Martell. It's a wonderful book. Um, I've recommended it to multiple people. I love it. Um, uh, I'll maybe do a a better breakdown of some of the things he talks about in there and how they've impacted my life. Um, but you absolutely should check that book out if you can't do the other two things. So this really comes down to the concept of, yes, you can do it. You can do the task, but should you, should you be the person that is doing this? So leaving this podcast, what I want you to do is I want you to take a piece of paper and I write down, want you to write down the things that you are doing in your business that someone else could do. What are the things that you're doing on a daily or weekly or even monthly uh, stand, like uh, monthly basis that someone else could be accomplishing? And then from there, I want you to write all those things down and then Write down next to that people within your business that you could delegate those things to. Who could you give those things to right now? And if there isn't someone in your business, like it's something that needs someone with a particular eye or a particular skill set, then I want you to write the words in all capitals higher. So you're writing down names for people who can take something on. And like social media is such an easy one, right? Because every kid thinks they want to take on social media. Now you're going to have to systemize it. You're going to have to build the program, but telling a staff member, Hey, I want you to take over social media, um, is that they, 90% of them are like, yeah, let's go. I'm so excited. So write down names. And then if you don't have names, write down higher next to that. And then in the third column, the third column over, what I want you to do is I want you to write down what you will have to do to prepare someone to take it on. What systems will you have to write? What performance agreements will you have to create? What expectations are you going to have for this person in this position, right? Uh, if you've uh, 
listen to the what define what success looks like in your gym episode, you know, define what success looks like, define success for this position. What is a successful execution of what it is you are delegating to them so they know what they are trying to do and what they have to accomplish. And that'll also help you plan what you expect of them. All right, everyone. I hope you loved this episode as much as I loved recording it. If you're looking for another great podcast, make sure you check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins. Absolutely great content. Great friend. He's also going to be presenting at our conference this June 23rd through the 25th. So you know it's going to be amazing. And if you love this episode, make sure you share it with another owner, someone who is out there and they're just doing all the things in their business. Send this episode to them. Hopefully it inspires them to make some changes within their company and you know give themselves some freedom and buy back some of their time. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And with that, we will catch you on the next one. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click